Welcome or welcome back to Ink Spill, a podcast where hosts Abby Rubish and Avani Rye take turns inviting community staff to spill the tea on all things NCHS. While tea is the drink at the heart of Ink Spill, today we're shifting our focus to the drink at the heart of community's special education department, coffee. Grounded in iron, the coffee and snack stand headed by special ed students during lunch hours is one of the only windows into the special ed department that most of community gets. But what else goes into the department behind this coffee and snack stable? I'm Abby Rubish, and today I'm here with 18-year special ed teacher Mrs. Sanders to spill on community's special ed department. So how's it going, Mrs. Sanders? Great. How are you, Abby? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Um, And so why did you originally decide to become a teacher? Um, I decided to become a teacher. I think I knew when I was really young. My mom um, was a second grade teacher her whole career, and so I grew up in her classroom and getting to go over and help her set it up. And then as I got older, I volunteered and did some um, some time in our classroom during my high school day and really loved it. And I think she really inspired me to become a teacher and follow in her footsteps. Yeah, that's great. And then what got you into special education in particular? Well, it, you know, I always wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. And um, I started off my schooling at our local community college. And then when I tried to transfer to ISU at that time, Gen Ed was closed. And so um, I was taking an introduction to special education class, and my teacher was very inspiring, and it just kind of opened up a new door for me. And um, so I switched my major to special ed, and I'm very thankful that I did. Yeah, that's great. And then now, 18 years later, you've been at community all that time. And so today, what does a typical day as a special ed teacher at community look like for you? Yeah, well, it's pretty exciting. Um, I get to teach, let's see, four different preps, four four or five. So I have an English class that I teach, a math class, communications, a pre-voc, and a health class. Um, And then we also do community outings and um, we run our school coffee shop. Yeah. Um, And so you definitely have a very different experience from other teachers in the building who maybe stay within one subject or only teach a couple classes within that subject. And so what is it like teaching five different classes in these varying content areas every day? I think when I first started, it was tricky. But now over the years, um, I have a lot of different um, curricular materials built up. And I think it's fun. I like having a a switch between the subject areas and trying to keep um, up to date and, you know, new curriculum coming through each year. So I really enjoy it. I like the switch and and the pace of trying different subjects each hour. Yeah. And so between those classes, how many students would you say that you work with in a day? Um, About 23. We have 23 this year in our program. Yeah, and then how does the school day for those 23 or so students look a little bit different to maybe a student in Jed Ed? Yeah, we um, have some unique experiences within our specialized service program. Um, Some of our students will go to the VTAP work program for part of their day, um, and then they'll have their academic classes with us for the other part. Um, Every Tuesday, we get to go um, out into the community where we do our community-based instruction And that's when we get to practice all the life skills that we're learning in our classroom, like um, budgeting, making purchases. We do some recreation leisure outings. Um, Today, actually, was amazing. We went out into the community and toured um, Irvin Apartments. Oh, cool. Um, And they're a really neat assisted, semi-assisted living um, apartment here in town. And so our students got to go hear about what the apartment complex has to offer and we got to tour an apartment and we got to meet with a resident there. Um, we work on 
public transportation, um, getting around in the community safely. So all kinds of fun things where we talk about in class, but we actually get to get out into the um, community and practice. Yeah, that's awesome. And then um, what should gen ed students know about the special ed classroom or students that they might not know already? Um, I think just overall that, you know, everyone has strengths and things they need to work on and we're all the same and we're all here learning and working on being better people. Absolutely. And so as a teacher, what is your favorite thing about working with this group of students? Can you kind of describe some of the relationships that you formed? Yeah, I love getting to work with my students from freshman year through graduation because I feel like we really get to become a family. Um, And I love that after they graduate, a lot of the students still stay in touch and we'll see each other out in the community or they'll come back and visit. Um, And I think it's really neat to me to see the growth you know, when someone comes as a freshman and we're working on those life skills to when they graduate senior year, a lot of the students have a job or they've really mastered all of those goals and have grown into a really great young adult. Yeah. Um, and so you kind of have a unique experience as a teacher and getting to have some of the same students there freshman through senior year, but then also they're getting to have some of the same peers freshman through senior year. And so what impact would you say that that kind of constancy has on some of their relationships with each other? You know, as I keep up with students who have graduated, that they still stay together and hang out and do things, um, you know, as a group, whether it be joining SOAR activities or just getting together outside of the school day, um, like if they go to HALO or if they're at the 18 to 22 program. Uh, you know, a lot of the students are still getting together and doing things and maintaining those friendships, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, And then another way that a lot of students get to develop relationships, which, as you said, kind of extend beyond their time at normal community is through Best Buddies. And so what impact would you say that the club Best Buddies has on some of these students? Best Buddies is awesome because um, we have Best Buddies here in our school, but then um, as students graduate, they can also, you know, join Best Buddies through ISU. Um, and Best Buddies also has like a job program that's, that students can link up with after they graduate. But I think here at Normal Community, Best Buddies has been awesome because we've been able to see a lot of relationships form that maybe typically wouldn't have, and they're true friendships that last past graduation. Um, and, you know, our students get to um, go and do things, you know, with their peers like football games and bowling and go to the movies and um, restaurants and things like that. And they they typically maybe wouldn't have had that type of experience, and and now they do. So it's pretty neat to have these true lifelong friendships forming. Yeah. And then um, what impact would you say that membership in Best Buddies has on participating students without intellectual or developmental disabilities, so the buddies of the buddies? Well, you know, I think that they get to form a unique friendship with someone that maybe they typically wouldn't have formed a friendship with, and it really helps everyone realize that we're all people and Um, We all should be treated the same and that sometimes forming friendships with others that we might not typically seek out is a good thing Um, and it's a lot of fun and um, I think we've also helped open some career paths or help people explore like, you know, getting into maybe teaching special ed or um, working with individuals with disabilities. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, 100%. And so um, most students at community are familiar with Grounded in Iron, which is probably the you know most prominent way that you guys give work experience to many students here. And so why would you say is the primary reason that you offer Grounded in Iron and what does the money go to? Yeah, we started um, Grounded in Iron. It was a 
about seven years ago, we wrote, uh, Mrs. Cardiff and I wrote a grant um, for the, the VTAP work program was offering a grant where um, if you could um, start up a business for students who were not in currently in work program, but start a business, they would fund it so that students could start working on um, those beginning job skills. Um, so we wrote the grant and we we got it, which was really exciting. Um, and we started off with cure eggs. And so we were be- brewing each cup um, of coffee in a cure egg over ice. And it really, really picked up to the point where we were so busy that we um, wrote another grant and got a second coffee machine. And still we could not keep up with the, the demand when we first started. So um, we ended up researching and coming up with like a special secret recipe that is now here today that students love um and then we also have our candies and um, cookies and chips and and things like that Um, but the purpose of grounded in iron is to teach our students all of those prerequisite job skills so the students do everything for the coffee shop they um, make their weekly lists and we go grocery shopping at sam's club and walmart um, and then the students take inventory of those items, they keep everything stocked. They do all the setup from getting the ice and the ice coolers, making the coffee, um, and then work the coffee shop. So we're really working on the communication skills as well as we have someone who stocks. We have the people who make the coffee. Um, we have our greeters. Um, and then the cash box where the students are working on um, making change and, and counting out money. Um, So it's really beneficial because we're able to take a lot of the curriculum that we work on in all of our classes and then have hands-on in the classroom um, and then out with the whole school um, practicing these job skills. And then it's really neat because we see students then when we're out from Unified PE and then Best Buddies. And so the students are making connections um, with with, uh, everyone in the building. Yeah, definitely. really neat. So... Yeah, and then what other outside of classroom opportunities, maybe not necessarily in the school building, do the students in your classroom have? Yeah, um, well, every week, um, like I said, we go on our community outings, and so we get to go into local businesses, um, and then we also get to go and um, meet up with local adult agencies. Like today, we went to Bloomington Housing Authority, we've gone to LifeSill, we go to our Heartland um, Community College, and so... We really try to link students up with either places that they'll go as adults or businesses that they'll use or community agencies so that they're familiar. And as they transition to adulthood, then hopefully they'll remember those places and how to use them and have more success. Yeah, for sure. And then where do you see some of your special ed students going post high school? What are kind of some of the common paths that they tend to take? Usually there's three paths. Some students will exit and go straight to work. Um, the bulk or majority of our students will transition to 18 to 22 program at Eugene Field here within the district. Um, and then some of our students will also um, transition on to um, college, like the HALO program at Heartland or Heartland Community College. So That's awesome. And then after 18 years of teaching special ed, what memories would you say stand out to you from your time here? Okay, This one was tricky for me because <laughs> I really took some time to... I have like a memory folder and I looked through it and I was trying to think of all my favorite memories and there's just too many to count. Um, Some of my favorites would be when we started Grounded in Iron because I really see that benefiting students 
in terms of being able to apply the skills that we're learning in the classroom and then form relationships with others, yeah. um, as well as starting Best Buddies, um, because the benefits of that club have just, you know, been huge for the students in our program, as well as the general education students and forming friendships and relationships. And um, I think those are probably my two favorite. Yeah. And then as a special ed teacher, you obviously get a much different perspective on our school than most other teachers in the building. Um, and so we'd like to wrap up with this question of what do you think it means to be an Ironman? I think to be an Ironman, it means family, because after my 18 years here, everyone has each other's backs and everyone is here to work together to make sure that the kids and staff members are successful. And it's just a great place to be. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that was great. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Abby. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I was rambling. Oh my gosh. You're not rambling. I do this all the time. Are you going to?